Welcome to On The Mic Podcast. This is your host, Tim Drake. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope that you are having an incredible holiday. If you're in the car on the way to see your family and loved ones, I hope that you're having a safe trip and that your day is everything that you hope it's going to be. Have a safe and happy Thanksgiving weekend and try not to kill anybody on Black Friday. So just be kind to everybody and don't be a dick. Today on the podcast, I have actress and musician Skylar Fisk. I've been a fan of Skylar's for years when I first saw her in Orange County. And, you know, I've just always been excited to see where her career is going next. Of course, earlier this year, I saw her on Castle Rock, where she played a younger version of her mom. So it was really cool to be able to see that. Today, she's talking to us about her new Christmas film, Every Other Holiday, that premieres Friday, November 23rd at 10 p.m. on Lifetime. I had a chance to sit down and watch the movie a couple days ago. I really enjoyed it. It got me into the Christmas spirit a little earlier than usual. I'm not a fan of, you know, kicking off Christmas as soon as Halloween's over. I, I like having that little bit of buffer. Even though I'm not the biggest fan of Thanksgiving, it still deserves the buffer. It, it needs to have that. I can't just jump right into Christmas, you know, when there's still Halloween decorations up everywhere. It just doesn't feel right to me. But this movie got me into that holiday spirit just a little early. Had a lot of fun watching this movie. So again, it's called Every Other Holiday. It premieres November 23rd at 10 p.m. on Lifetime. Make sure you check that out. Uh, also had a chance to talk to Skylar kind of about her career growing up within the industry. You know, she kind of has a famous lineage that, you know, keeps her family going in this industry. And uh, we talk a little bit about that. If you want to know what that famous lineage is, make sure you listen all the way through the episode and you'll find out. But I had a lot of fun talking to Skylar, hearing some of her stories working on Orange County, as well as a little Castle Rock, Babysitter's Club. It was just a lot of fun to hear about that. Like I mentioned, she is also a musician. She has three albums out, including a holiday album called Sounds of the Holiday that you can pick up on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you purchase or listen to music. Make sure you check that out. And again, thank you so much to Skylar Fisk for taking the time to do this. She just recorded with me uh, just yesterday. So just a couple days before Thanksgiving, she took the time and was kind enough to sit down and chat. Uh, unfortunately, this was over the phone. I'm not the biggest fan of doing the phone interviews because they're just so impersonal. But I've been a big fan of Skylar, so I wanted to make sure that we got her on the podcast. Normally, she's here in Los Angeles, uh, but it was kind of a last-minute get and uh, so, we, so we had to do this over the phone, but it was still great to talk with her. And again, I really enjoyed the new movie, so make sure you guys watch that. Again, November 23rd, 10 p.m. on Lifetime, every other holiday. And you can also look out for, for one of our personal favorites, Glenn Moore Shower, who's also in the movie that plays Skylar's dad in the movie. Uh, you've heard Austin talk about Glenn a few times on the podcast because Austin took some acting classes from him. And I've had a chance to kind of run into Glenn a few times at Salt Lake Comic Con. Doubt he ever remembers who I am, but he's always incredibly nice. And, and just so fun to talk to in those brief moments. Uh, every, every time my wife and I are at, uh, at Universal Studios, he's also part of the Transformers ride. And we walk in and there's Captain Morshower up on the screen. And yeah, it always brings us that little bit of joy. He's kind of kind of a little bit of the feel from home in Salt Lake City. Uh, we're spending Thanksgiving here in Los Angeles where it's a nice, cool 75 degrees. Uh, the way that the holiday should be, in my opinion. Forget the snow and the cold and the sweaters. It's all about the sun for me. I'm not a fan of the cold and, and all of that, but we have a great Thanksgiving ahead. Already have started into the new season of Mystery Science Theater, The Gauntlet, that's now available on Netflix. Make sure you check that out. It's, it's, it's been a lot of fun already. So you guys all know my love for Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, so if you're sitting around today trying to find something to do, trying to find a way to avoid your cousins and your extended family members, pull up Netflix. You can get the app. You can do all of that on your phone and watch Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Gauntlet, that is now available. Six new episodes. 
they're, they're amazing. You're not going to want to miss that. Again, thank you to Skylar Fisk for taking the time to be able to sit down and chat with me uh, just a couple days before Thanksgiving. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. We've been off the last couple of weeks as we kind of recovered from our massive October with all of the 31 Days of Horror, the multiple episodes per week. Uh, but we are back with multiple episodes coming up. Uh, we've got a few more just this month, a bunch planned for December. Of course, we have our Christmas and New Year's episode that we do annually, and we're very excited for those. Enjoy this episode with Skylar Fisk, and make sure to check out every other holiday, November 23rd at 10 p.m. on Lifetime. Enjoy this episode with Skylar Fisk. So I appreciate you doing this the day before Thanksgiving. So I know you're out of town with your family. So, but I'm glad that you took the time to to join me. Oh, my pleasure. So, and Thanks I and I, and I never thought I would say this, but you are now the second Babysitters Club alumni on on the podcast. Oh, who else have you had? Uh, Melanie Mayer, on your your director, uh, was uh, on about a year love ago. Her. Yeah, she she's fantastic. Oh yeah, for her snapshots movie, probably, huh? It was actually for the 20th anniversary of Babysitters Club. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the time went really fast, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm really thrilled to have you on. Now, now, where where is back home for you? I know you're back home right now for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I grew up in Virginia. Okay. Central Virginia. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I know we and just we just barely missed you out here because I know I know you're still stationed out here in, in in LA. Yeah, I'm I'm back and forth. I split my time. You know, I was in Austin, Texas for a few years, and and now I'm sort of. I spent my time between L.A., Virginia, and, and Austin, three places that I love, so yeah. it's really great. So d- does any one of them feel more like home than the other at this point? Virginia is home. I mean, Virginia is always going to be like my real home. It's where I grew up. It's where my family lives, and um, yeah, Virginia, for sure. <laughs> So now before we jump into to every other holiday, so I've, I've been a fan of yours for years, so when I saw your name pop up, I was like, oh, I'd love to talk to Skylar because I remember first seeing you in Orange County, but you yeah. had you had so much of a, of a history even through that, like I mentioned, Babysitter's Club, and you've been acting mm-hmm. you know, throughout your childhood where you have, of course, family in the business. I mean, was it something you always wanted to do? Did family encourage it? How did you kind of get sparked into doing so? Yeah, it was something that I always really wanted to do. And when I was younger, you know, I grew up a ton of theater growing up. I was in all the school plays. Um, I was really passionate about um, pursuing that. And I remember as a kid, you know, I'd go with my parents when they would be on location filming their own projects. And there would always be these kids about my age playing my mom's kids. (laughs) And I was like, Mom, I could do that. Want to do it? I know how to be your kid. I can do it. I can do it. And um, she, you know, my parents are really hesitant to let me get into it. Um, when I was too young, they sort of wanted to shield me from the business side of things, and they they really encouraged me to continue my local community theater and that kind of stuff. Um, but um, I got an opportunity to, I, you know, I, I was an extra every now and then in like some of their stuff, which is always like amazing. I'm so excited to just like walk by the camera, you know, <laughs> but, um, but then, you know, when I was 11, I got an opportunity to audition for Babysitter's Club and even <laughs> they were like, we didn't want you to be a child actor. And, um, in my mind, I felt like I was 
really old at that point. So, like, I had gotten over my child actor, but actually, you know, I was only 11. Um, so, yeah, so it, it, it sort of started early. But, but then I was really mindful, and my parents were really encouraging of me kind of continuing to live a normal semi-normal, how, as normal as I could, um, childhood by, you know, going to a real regular school and, you know, having my friend group and all that stuff was really important. And, and I'm grateful for that. A lot of time off of acting to, to do school and to be present in my childhood. So, so and that's really admirable that they that they had that, that, you know, look out for you, especially since they were very ex- experienced in the industry and they, they, they knew where the pitfalls could lie for you. And I do love that they kind of let you at the same time, make a career on your own without being in their, in their shadow at all. And I mean, it, it honestly, for as long as I have, you know, seen your career, it wasn't until earlier this year that I realized your mom was Sissy Spacek. <laughs> and, uh, and I was awesome. just like, Oh my God, how did I never know this? But I love that even with like your mom's caliber, she still let you be your actor and never were you in her shadow. And I think that that's really admirable of them. Well, I appreciate that. You know, it's funny because um, after I did Orange County, you know, and Colin Hanks, of course, is that is Tom Hanks. So it, it was a common question when we were doing press for it. People were like, well, I mean, do you guys, are you used to being, do you compare yourself, yourself to your parents as actors, you know, you feel like people are judging you and just, you know, are you as good as they are? Do you feel pressure? And, you know, there are all these questions and I understand and I totally get it. It's like, it's totally, it's a question I would want to know too. But, you know, I never really thought about that at all until those questions started rolling. I was like, oh God, should I feel pressure? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, am I, do I need to like live up to something? Oh God, you know, I was just kind of like doing my own thing and I attribute that to my parents because they're very collaborative, even with the family. When any of us are working on a project or thinking about doing a project, you know, we all talk about it. We all read all the scripts. We we discuss the pros and cons. We discuss ideas, creative ideas, and it's just um, we care about each other's opinion, and and each thing is just as important as the next. Whether it's really my dad's doing, or my sister, or my mom, or myself, and so they they really make it like our stuff is important and they always have and I appreciate that so much. Yeah, it's, it's so important to have that family support, especially in a business that just beat you around for so many years that without that support, you, you can really get lost in it. So, I mean, it's it's incredible to have that. Yeah, really something to be thankful for this year, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, every, every <laughs> year, but yeah, it's nice to hear that kind of granted sometimes, I guess. Yeah. So now you, you mentioned Orange County uh, and I, I mentioned how that was the first time I, I recall seeing you. Uh, how, how did Orange County become about? I mean, it became such a cult classic. And now I know if I asked any one of my friends to name their top 15 movies, Orange County would probably be on that list. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was so much fun. And I didn't even really totally realize at the time, just the, the amount of legends that we got to work with on that film. It was just incredible. But I mean, that came about, I was, I, you know, I moved to LA when I was, you know, after school and, and was going to hit the pavement, just auditioning and auditioning and auditioning. And that was an audition that I happened to go on. And, um, it went really well. And I really, um, I really loved Jake Kazden, the director. 
And, uh, you know, then they said, can you come back and read with Colin Hanks, who who they had already cast. They knew it was going to be him, I'm pretty sure. And so then I went in and met him, and then we auditioned together, sort of. And uh, we just hit it off instantly, Colin, and Colin is wonderful. And it felt really good. I knew it felt good, and I, I don't know, and then that was it, and then we did it <laughs> <And> I <laughs> was along for the ride and it was so much fun Sam, i'm just forever jealous that you got to work with harold ramus he was always one of my I dream know, people i know he he's like the ultimate i know and what a lovely man he was i mean he was just so kind and just funny and normal and collaborative and just wonderful 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 yeah. man yeah, I mean that that entire the entire cast is incredible, and and like I said, it's it's one of those that it's one of my all time favorites. Any one of my friends would say the same, and yeah, I mean ev- everybody from that cast that I've had encounters with. I met Colin last year at a show. Yeah, ev- everybody that's been part of that cast has just been incredible, and it just makes that movie so much more uh, of a of a love for me because of that. Totally, totally. So now you you also aside from acting, you're also a musician. Um, you, you know you've put out three albums. How did the music part of it kind of come into play with the with the acting? Well, when I was well, when I was young and doing a lot of musical theater, I I did a lot of musical theater um, as well. I loved singing, always have. Um, and I guess when I got to be in my teens and I was feeling a lot of angst and you know, the first time I, I talked to a boy on the phone at school or at home and then saw him in school the next day and he like pretended like he didn't see me or something and I had all these feelings that I didn't know what to do with I was like I picked up one of my mom's guitars that she had sort of in the house somewhere and she had previously taught me just like three chords you know and I was, so I just got the guitar and I used those three chords and I just started writing and I wrote my first song and then <laughs> it just I started doing I just started writing songs and it was fun and it was a great outlet and um I never thought it would be something that I pursued as a career. I just enjoyed doing it, you know. And then, actually, it was on this movie I did called Snow Day when I was 16 that um, I had my guitar on set and the director heard me singing a song that I'd written. And he was like, did you write that? We gotta record that. We gotta put that on in the movie. And I was like, ah, what? <laughs> and then, so I did. It was the first time I'd ever recorded anything. At the premiere, I remember, like, you know, watching the credits and then my song comes up. Uh, and I was like way more freaked out about that than I was seeing myself in the movie. I was like, oh my God, my song's playing. Oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> so I don't know. And then I just I started thinking a little more seriously after that. So is, is there any particular part between acting and music that you enjoy more than the other? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, what's cool about, I mean, the difference for me is that well, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of crossovers, but the differences are, you know, when you work on a film or a show, it's like there's this kind of di- a different world than your own life. There's an expiration date of it. You know, you finish it and then it's over and you move on to something new. With music, it's it's continuous. I mean, I'm always writing, and it's like it's like the never-ending project. And it's also just so much of myself for the music because I'm a songwriter and everything is me like if I, if I don't write songs if I don't play them if I don't get them recorded nothing's gonna happen movies or film and, and TV you know there's kind of this little train 
behind it. You know, I come on as an actor and I'm involved creatively, of course, but, you know, it's the ball's rolling. I don't have to actually push it. Right. <laughs> just, so it's different, and but they're both wonderful and challenging. And, yeah. So do you, do you have any upcoming albums uh, that, that you have planned right now? Yes, I've been working on one for um, quite some time, and I keep getting sidetracked because I've been doing these little film projects, so I have to take off a chunk of time and then sort of once that project's over, then get back into gear and, and work on the record again. But I'm about 70% done with my new record, and it's so cool. I'm loving it, and I can't wait to share it. It's just... Um, it's the most me music that I've ever made. I mean, I guess, you know, as we grow and evolve, uh, our music and musical tastes grow as well. And it's been a really fun time exploring that. It's very, it's a very personal album. And yeah, so that should be out in like early, I would say like, I'm aiming for spring 2019, if all goes as planned, but. <laughs> awesome. We'll see. <laughs> and then, of course, I have a Christmas um, record that um, becomes relevant about this time every year that I put out a few years ago called Sounds of the Holiday that I'm super proud of. There's some classics and some originals. And it's, uh, it's on Spotify and all those things. So. Excellent. We'll, we'll make sure that we have playlist. a. We'll make <laughs> sure we have a link for that as the people can get picked that up yeah. as well because it'll it'll go perfect. You know, once they watch every other holiday. Uh, exactly. To be able to, to just so add, add on top mood. of it. <laughs> <laughs> so now every other holiday, uh, I I had the chance to watch it yesterday. You got me into my into, into my Christmas mood a few days early. So and yeah. and I absolutely loved it. It was different than what I was expecting it to be, and uh, I, I I found myself relating to different areas of it more than I am comfortable with having related to parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great, and that makes me so happy. How is it different than you expected? So when I, when I had just kind of read a synopsis, I, I was expecting it, you know, kind of uh, uh, a parent trap meets like uh, kind of a, an angsty uh, Christmas vacationist type thing, whereas it is right. so much different than that and so much more heartfelt, and the mm-hmm. family aspect of it is something a little bit different that I, I, I was trying to think back because I'd watched it with my wife and we were both kind of looking at it and saying, I, I don't know that we've ever seen a, a family Christmas story that takes this particular angle. And and, mm-hmm. I, and I know anybody listening is going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? You're being really vague. And I want to be vague because I want people to, to kind of take a look at the way that you guys approach it. I, th- I think it's fair to say that you and your, your husband and the, are divorced and the kids want you guys to get together uh, for Christmas, right. but then there's so much more to that 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 builds into it that it's just it's perfect for this time of year. Yeah, right. Yeah, it gives you that that feeling, that thing that that you want to feel at Christmas. So, and the actress playing your playing your mother in there just makes me so angry throughout the entire movie. Oh my movie. gosh, isn't she so good? She's she so was. good. I, you know, there were times because we have you know a tumultuous relationship in in this movie and. But they were, and she's so good that I would be like, you know, we'd finish a scene and I'd be like, is she mad at me? Like, (laughs) I would would feel it so so strongly that it just, I kind of would tiptoe around her a little bit more at lunchtime. I'm like, oh God, I really upset her. And now, 
thing. I don't know when she's going to just <laughs> yell at me again, you know. Um, yeah, she's wonderful. I mean, she's a, she's a legend. She's wonderful. And as is Glenn Morshower and played my dad. Yeah, I was very excited to see Glenn in there. So I, I've met Glenn a couple of times in passing. So my producing partner actually took acting classes from Glenn. So we always yeah. get very excited when we see him pop up. And he was phenomenal as your dad in that. He's the best. You know, so the last thing I'd seen him in, or I think, uh, he's in everything. Um, but he was in a few episodes of Bloodline, which is a uh, series my mom was on. And he played a bad guy, like a mean, scary, like, guy you don't want to cross. And I was like, oh, God, he's like my dad. I'm scared, you know? He's like Wayne Miles. He's a bad guy. I love my... But he is the loveliest. Just, oh, I just love him. So I can't say enough good things about him. Yeah, and as playing the pastor in this film, too, his his uh, Christmas Eve uh, talk that he gives is... It, it's a turn that you don't expect. I mean, you watch the scenes with um, with him and uh, and Rick... And you, they, they leave a little bit out there that just leaves that Christmas devotional just so tasty. <laughs> I right, think is the best right. way of, of saying it because it just it gives you so much fulfillment of just like, oh, because you, you watch him open up in the film towards Rick, who everyone's just super cold towards. And exactly. that level of empathy and where he's playing a pastor that's trying to to reach out and be able to do good in different ways it the the writing uh, coupled with you know the great actors involved it it made that moment just so special i i totally agree he brought something to that character that i don't know and and that it, if anyone else would have done that i mean he brought he just brought this grounded realness to it and he, i don't know it he it wasn't the typical what you would think a typical um pastor father role in, in one of these movies would would be he just took it to a real place and and he worked a long time with the writer on a lot of his stuff and because it was really important to him to like make it real um and man yeah i was really i was really blown away by him and his process yeah it was it was it was really spectacular and, and your chemistry uh, with, with the actor that plays Rick is it, you, you guys are so believable uh, as this couple that's just going through the motions that it, I, I love it when I when I see a couple on a on a TV show or in a film and I, I can truly believe that oh no these guys these guys are together and you're rooting for them and you guys just did such a brilliant job of, of making people feel that emotion and just to be able to root for you guys throughout the entire film. Thank you. Uh, David um, Rogers is wonderful, and it was a real happy accident for us because we had actually worked together many years ago on a little short film, um, and so we knew each other. You know, we hadn't talked to each other or seen each other in, you know, 15 years, but when we got to National and sort of saw each other again, it was just like, you know, time had passed, it was really comfortable, and we had this history to draw from, which was so nice. So that we we just felt really comfortable with, with each other, so it really helped us to be able to just kind of dig in and not have any kind of awkward like getting to know you moment, you know? Right. So and and the two girls that play your daughters were, were just spectacular. I know kid kid actors can sometimes be a little a little difficult, and both of them were just 
so on the mark and were just so so perfect throughout the entire film. God, weren't they? They, I, I was like instantly proud of them. I was like, okay, I'll claim you. You're mine. <laughs> they, they were so. Not only were they really present and they knew what we were doing, they understood what the scenes were about. It wasn't like they were just like reciting lines. They like understood what they were saying, which is so rare. But they were so prepared. They were so prepared. And the the older one would sort of sometimes help explain things to the younger one about, like, I'm trying to think what Nash. There was some, like, film lingo that they said on on set. And um, what was it? Continuity, I think. The little one was like, what's continuity? And then the older (laughs) one had to explain it to her. So fascinating. Oh, that, that, that's pretty cute to be able to watch that, especially just with how young they are. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. They're total pros. And again, Skylar, thank you so much for taking the time. So I know I know we've got to let you let you go here and get back to your family and everything. Uh, but the the um, film Every Other... other ugh, I keep wanting to say Every Other Christmas. Every Other Holiday uh, premieres tomorrow night. On, is it on Hallmark? Is that right? It's on Lifetime. Lifetime. So lifetime, lifetime tomorrow. 10, 9 central. So excellent. Well, thank you again. People can also see you uh, on another show this year. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, Castle Rock, where you play a young version of your mother. So, and you were That's you right. were phenomenal yep. in that as well. So, uh, happy you. holidays to you. Have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, hopefully, we'll you bump too. into you here in LA. Absolutely, can't wait. Great. Well, thank you so much, Skylar. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.